0: Welcome back to Yellow Shoelaces. I'm actually having a salad right now with uh, someone who's on the podcast before, Carl Jan. Hi, Carl. Hey, Laura. What's going on?
1: Coronavirus?
0: Mm Mmm. Sounds like it tastes good. Maybe with a little lime on the side, right?
1: (laughs) Not that corona.
0: Okay. I don't know. I'm kind of like... I have mixed feelings about this. I get that people are um, passing away from this, but um, I think for the most part, um, people with a healthy immune system, you know they're faring well. I hear it's supposed to be like a common cold.
1: Mm, I don't know if it's common, but it's definitely scary.
0: It's so much uh, information out there, and I guess you just kind of pick your source to get proper information. But um, I'm hearing people are actually selling Purell for $200. Don't know if it's true or not. They are.
1: $200? I can't even get Perel. I go to every store. It's always sold out. <laughs> I'm like, really? What's good? You, you see one guy coming out with like a whole box of Perel, I'm like, this, oh this can't be sick. This can't be life.
0: And they're talking about having people uh, not take the train, stay home. So if I stay home and I don't get paid, how am I going to afford $300 Purell? Good night. And then I'm going to get the virus.
1: You'll be home, though.
0: But I'm gonna spread it to people in my house.
1: Nah, not really.
0: Not really? Okay. I guess I can get two weeks out of this then.
1: Yeah, I mean (laughs) I mean, we live in New York City where, you know, it's it's a lot of people in small surface area, especially in the five boroughs. So you know, with all that factors coming into one, you know, it might be a good idea to like try to do something like what Illy did, is like, you know, Put everybody on lockdown, on only keep the banks, the, was it the banks, shopping, and...
0: Liquor stores?
1: wasn't liquor stores. I think
0: alcohol kills the virus, right?
1: It has to be over 60%. Hennessy? I, maybe Hennessy's a special exception. But Don, okay. Don Julio's like my best <laughs> friend right now. Yo, we be chilling in the country. <laughs>
0: I seen a guy with a mask on uh, the other day and I'm thinking to myself, you have a mask but you're taking it down to smoke a cigarette and then he didn't even pull it down and blow the smoke out. What a fucking goofball.
1: <laughs> he likes his <the> cigarettes. <laughs> what can I say, man? He's <laughs> reached his own.
0: Newport virus. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm not nervous. We're having salad, by the way. Um, healthy eating. It's healthy eating because I want to keep my immune system strong. I, um, I'm and having yeah. black olives. Tofu, tomatoes, corn, red onions, and spinach. What's in your salad?
1: Mm.
0: (laughs) Well, he's like, the salad is in my mouth right now, so I can't tell you what's in my salad.
1: It definitely was. Okay, so I have romaine lettuce, um, carrots, raisins, grilled chicken, bacon, um, and a little bit of Caesar dressing in my salad. Oh, broccoli too. Mm,
0: it's good. It's chopped too. It looks really tasty.
1: Yeah, chop it. I make it fine. Mix it all together. Give it a better outcome, better taste.
0: I was thinking. Um, someone was telling me that they're gonna throw a coronavirus party. I don't know what that entails. When, when they
1: kill the coronavirus and they finally. Uh, have no, a they're gonna
0: people who are staying home like on a weekend. They're all gonna get into their jammies and they're just gonna have a party. I guess you know, celebrating that they don't have the virus. <laughs> I don't know. People will have a party for anything.
1: People look for any reason to do anything in this world.
0: Mm-hmm. A coronavirus party. Okay, that's interesting. So. I think the craziest thing, um, being out here in the city, coming from work, like on a Monday, and it's like a ghost town. Walking down the street and in a train station, Canal Street, there was hardly anyone at that stop, and that's normally like packed with people every day, even on the weekend.
1: Um, coming in today to work, I know this Fulton Street wasn't as packed as it usually is. Usually, it's just so packed that people try to, like, squish into the car. And there's more people waiting to come in. And it wasn't like that today. There was actually room after Fulton Street. So it's definitely having an impact on, you know, the way we live.
0: Yeah. I like the train's empty, though, because um, now I have a seat for my bag in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, I'm stretching all out. I'm going to bring a pillow starting next week if it gets any emptier.
1: <laughs> I do, too. But look, look how far the impact has gone. The NBA has, you know, suspended play. You know, now two players has tested positive for coronavirus.
0: I think it was, um, what's his face, the player who said that he wasn't going to play in an empty stadium. If there was no fans, he wasn't going to play. LeBron. LeBron? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, he's he's been outspoken, and that's one thing I do appreciate about LeBron is that, you know, he is outspoken for different causes and everything. And, you know, we need that in this world. We need someone that, you know, has a voice, has a platform to stand up and speak when, you know, us little people that, you know, try to make it on podcasts and everything. Hello. <laughs> try to stay. Stuck. I think I
0: felt that. I don't know. So if...
1: No, we can – Laura, you're definitely going to get bigger. I don't know about me, but you're definitely going to get bigger.
0: So if there are no fans and, you know, the NBA wants you to play, I mean, you don't think – like, you know, it's a competition. They're playing to see who the best team is. And I know the fans, they kind of, like, cheer you on, but you don't think that it would be, like, a beneficial game just to say, hey, you know, I got bragging rights. I beat you?
1: Um – I I can see what you're saying, but it comes a time and a point where I think you have to think about the bigger picture. And, you know, everybody's worried about, you know, safety. They worry about not just themselves because, let's face facts, you know, these NBA athletes and, you know, any NHL, baseball, football, wherever you are. For the most part, you're a really healthy specimen to be playing, you know, sports on this Level of competition, okay. so it's not so much you know you probably worry about yourself with the virus. It's you know worry about loved ones and everything that have problems. Like like I was telling you know my boss, like I'm not worried about me as much as I worry about my cousins. They both have an autoimmune disease and everything. So if they get it, they're in real trouble because you know this is what the virus does. It 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 feeds on the you know preys on the weak. And, you know, people that have, you know, diseases, elderly, you know, all that stuff from what we heard. So, I think that's what people kind of fear the most. Not so much worry about themselves, but, you know, their loved ones, which, and they should. No, I get
0: that. I totally get that. I mean, I... um I would definitely recommend you know take precautions, especially if you're around someone who um, you know has a weakened immune system. But I think LeBron's uh, stance was he didn't want to play if there were no fans. Like he felt that why should I have to play against another team because I I'm playing for the fans. I'm not playing in some empty uh, arena. What do you think about that?
1: I mean, if that's the way he feels, I don't really have a stance on it. Like I'm not you know I'm not for it. I'm not against it. It's his opinion and everything, and if that's the way he feels, I don't think he's wrong, and I don't think he's right, right. I'm kind of neutral on the thing. If that's the way he feels, we all have our feelings on different aspects of, you know, things. Just like you, you don't eat meat.
0: <laughs> I don't eat meat because I choose not to eat meat. There's that's no competition stance? here. I mean, there's a competition for you meat eaters to get to the store and get the best cut <laughs> of ground round. but, I mean, other than that, pretty good.
1: Yeah, but like I said, it's to reach his own. If that's the way he feels, like, I really don't have a problem with it, especially as as things has progressed over this time of this, you know, outbreak.
0: But he's not doing it because of the outbreak. He's doing it because he feels like he's not giving it his all because the fans are not there. I mean, they're going to film it. It's going to be televised, I guess, at some point. But do we really need to see the fans in the uh, audience to enjoy a basketball game? I mean, I'm not heavily into basketball, but I'm saying as a basketball fan, if you see this televised and you see no fans, I mean, would that affect your watching the game? It was
1: kind of funny because tonight the Warriors were supposed to play the nets with no fans like san francisco ban um fans from being an arena and i was damn sure gonna watch that game just to see that how <laughs> it was gonna go i really was like i couldn't wait i was like i really want to see this game but that's
0: my point like you you you're playing it's I a wanted competition to see it for the
1: wrong reason i wanted to see it because there was gonna be no fans i wanted to see how it was gonna be without the fans because you know how a game is with fans it's loud excitement you know the runs and everything the back and forth you know fans could control that and they could literally win a home team a game but when you don't have that aspect and people get up for certain aspects Maybe the outcome could be different. But so. it'd be
0: like a street basketball, like yeah, it could be. But you know. I think you're at your A game then, because it's just like yo, it's me and you. We're not worrying about any onlookers, and I think you know they're gonna be at their best because it's just like all right, let's do this. You know, you're not showboating for anybody in a stadium. They're
1: still on TV, though.
0: They're on TV, but you're not conscious of the cameras as much as when the fans are. I think you're showboating more for the fans. So now, if there are no fans there. You're playing this other team, you know, one-on-one, and it's just like, you know, I'm going to show you what I got. You're going to show me what you got. No showboating, just pure talent. Not that they don't bring that to the court anyway, but now it's a different level because we're only showboating for each other, and I I think it's going to be a true matchup without the fans. I think it would be something to see. I would definitely watch that, and I'm not a foot football i'm not a basketball fan but i would watch that just for the energy because i think it would be raw raw energy on that court
1: it was um, definitely gonna be interesting that's why i wanted to see it yeah but it's not gonna happen so
0: okay so you cancel your basketball game today too why because you're no fans um
1: <laughs> i think it was the only right thing to do since the nba was gonna cancel their you know well not to say canceled. They suspended play. So, I figured if it was, you know, time for them to suspend play, maybe we should suspend our, you know, lunch games. and Because you got
0: onlookers out there. Like, when I'm passing by, going to a, one of the shops. Yeah, they didn't see, see me. They're gate watchers. They're, like, holding on the gate saying, God, if only I had trained a little bit harder. That would be me right now. <laughs> you know, and uh, they just look like We have know,
1: fun at lunch. We do. I
0: see. You guys are really wanted. You know, they always say, like, the first sign of spring, you can always tell. Because you got some guys out there on that basketball court showing their skills.
1: We do our best.
0: Okay. It's a pretty good matchup, though. I like basketball. Um, it's pretty intense. I guess with any sport, but um, just the skill, coordination, you know, just the jumping and, you know, getting that ball up into the hoop, three-pointers. It's
1: mm. pretty cool. It is. It's one of those sports that, you know, it, it takes care of all aspects of, you know, athleticism mm. because... You know, you have to do everything. Like, offensively, you know, you can't dictate what goes on defensively and everything. So, it, it's one of those sports that, you know, it is, you play both sides of the ball and everything. It's, it's a great sport. And, you know, your accuracy and everything and being humble by being able to put the ball in the basket. It's really a great sport. My, one of my favorites.
0: It's painful to watch a bad basketball player. It's painful.
1: There's a
0: lot of of those out there. (laughs) I'm talking about amateurs. I'm not talking about like professionals because when I'm out there sometimes and I'm watching you guys and you see the guy, it's like you almost like, you know, it's a pity guy. You're like, you don't want to play with us? And he's like, "Uh, what do I do again? (laughs) It's painful. They just, they no shots. Like, and they might as well just be standing on the sideline because they're really in the middle of the court and they look so confused. And I'm just like, why do you have this guy here? Um. It's painful to watch that.
1: We need an extra body because, you know, three on four is not good. So Ooh, okay. Four on four.
0: Don't pass him the ball.
1: Yeah, this do pass the ball.
0: <laughs> Keep it moving.
1: Let's play defense and grab rebounds and then pass us mm-hmm. the ball. Move and the rest. give him a
0: high five every now and then. Good job. Yeah, good job. Good, good job. rebound. Good wow. block shot. <laughs> and then he starts smiling and you're like, all right. <laughs> yeah. A trophy for everyone type mentality.
1: Got to feel the ego somehow.
0: Mm. All right, so... Today, we are in the middle of um, a retirement party. Um, we're trying to make this thing happen. There might be a snafu. I don't think so, but Carl feels that um, it's not going to be pulled off because of um, people's concerns with this um, virus. I'm trying to keep him positive. He was a little hangry for a minute, and I wanted to punch him <laughs> because, uh, you know, women get a little hostile when they're a little hungry or going through, you know, womenly issues but when a man is hungry or even has a little man cold I mean the whining the pouting and luckily for him I'm so cool calm and collected brushed it off and he had himself a nice little vanilla Pepsi so some of that sugar uh, running through his system so he's calmed down a lot right now and you can talk to him level head my goodness you feeling better yeah,
1: I think so. Okay, good. I feel a little better. I mean, you you work so hard to achieve something and make sure everything goes right, and you don't want it to be like taken away from you in one snap of the fingers. And, you know, that's kind of what we're facing right now because we don't know what's going to happen yet, really.
0: I know what's going to happen. She knows um, what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. It's going to go well, and then Carl is going to owe me $50. bucks. <laughs> i am saying that on air. So, if people, if you see me, I should have $50. Readily available in my hand because Carl promised that he's gonna pay me fifty bucks if this goes off. I did. Yeah.
1: That'll be the best fifty dollars I ever spent.
0: I, I yeah. You could pay me in coffee, in uh, Justin's peanut butter cups. That's like three coffees and two peanut butter cups.
1: Not not a lot for fifty bucks. <laughs>
0: Well, with Starbucks prices, that... And Justin's prices. It evens out. Yeah, So we are working on that, and um, it's going to work out fine. Um, I know it. And if it doesn't, I'm going to owe Carl a chai latte tea.
1: $50 worth. Oh, yeah,
0: that. (laughs) Yeah. um, So that's what we're working on now, and I think it's going to work out well. So we're just going to have lunch. We're going to get our bellies full get our minds right and we're going to go back in to the um, lions den and uh, put our foot down and demand that uh, they see things our way And that It this, worked before. Yeah, that this party is must happen, not um, should, must happen and uh, I think it's going to be um, okay. So that's it. So we're just going to finish up lunch, and I want you to stay tuned, because there's going to be a part two to this um, episode. I want to get all dramatic, guys. Stay tuned. find out what happens. Did the retirement party happen? Was the Did we food delivered? The coronavirus? Am I sick? <laughs> Was there coughing involved? <laughs> Sneezing? Anyone? Yeah, I'm not canceling any food orders. And uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with, like, two six-foot heroes, Pashami and Turkey. And especially if I'm not getting anything out the deal because I don't need any of that. So (laughs) they're going to have to come correct. They're going to have to give me, like, a lifetime supply of avocado sandwiches something. So I'm going to figure it out. So that's all we have um, today. And uh, stay tuned. Because the next episode, you're going to hear how wonderful this party was. I hope so. No, I know so. Um, $50. It, you're going to hear me actually count each dollar bill, which should total 50. I'm going to crumple it so loud. And we're all going to count together like Sesame Street. And count one $1, two $1. Nah,
1: <laughs> it's just going to be one U.S. grand. <laughs> So it's gonna be no. They they want to they want to
0: hear all those dollars hitting the table. Um, so it's gonna be fifty. No, one has time for that. Well, okay, maybe not. But maybe you'll hear me. Um, drinking fifty dollars worth of uh Starbucks and eating um Justin's peanut butter cups. How
1: about two twenties and a
0: ten? No, it's, it's not as dramatic as singles. You could do a lot with singles. I think
1: twenties hit harder than singles.
0: Well, the homeless hit harder if you don't have a single <laughs> or the train. So you know, give them a dollar so that they um won't knife me. They're doing that now. Um, so that's going to be it. But, guys, we're going to leave you um, in a little suspense until next time. Carl, do you think that this party is going to happen? Really, your thoughts?
1: Um, I hope so. I really do. I hope we don't get in trouble for it.
0: <laughs> I like living on the edge. I will get in trouble for it. But I think it's going to happen. And um, uh,
1: You heard that. She takes all the blame. <laughs>
0: All the blame. Okay, guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Yellow Shoelaces. And uh, until part two of this episode, we will see you later. Peace out.
1: Later.